your fucking head tops, dog. Are you fucking crazy? Are you fucking dumb? Learn shots on your fucking head tops, bro. That's the whole podcast, bro. Oh my god. Listen. Another episode, bro. Another episode. <laughs> on the fucking bounce. Let me get the fucking gunshots <laughs> on your head, Tom. Stop. Are you dumb? So, 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 so you whores must think I'm playing. So you whores must think I'm playing. <sighs> Let me just take it in, man. Nasty old podcast. Yeah, boy. Listen, we're here, man. Once again, another episode. <laughs> The episode, the episode is number this, this, but it's called, it's called, fam. Listen, Lloyd's not here at the moment. I have to leave home real quick. You know what I'm saying? I have to do a couple of stuff, but it's minor, fam. I'm here with my guy, Scotty. You know. Scotty, you feeling? I'm feeling good, bro. Feeling amazing? You tired? These meds are crazy, but Oh, my God. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a special guest in the building, bro. Um, listen, know. let this me tell you, let me let me do a quick side story. You see, every time we speak to this guy before with the pod, fam, he just brings up with gems. No, no. He's a great talker, bro. He's a great talker. He just has gems. No, it's true though. And it's like, I wonder why he if I'm say, yo, just just have an episode have an episode of us, man. Yo says next time, next time. The fact that we cornered him right now, he ain't going nowhere, fam. Like, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got Joel. Let's go, Upgrade man. producer in the building, fam. Round, round of applause for that one right there, man. Joel in the building, fam. Much appreciated. Oh, my God, fam. Gunshots on your fucking <laughs> head, Toss, bro. Are you crazy? Are you dumb, nigga? I'm so, so you, dumb. So you whores must think I'm playing. It guy. is what it is, man. Oh, Joel, how you feeling today? Good, good. Cornered. <laughs> Cornered. A bit awkward, but bit not awkward. good, yeah. Is your first time doing this? Of course. I swear. I'm a, sh- I'm a shadow, man. Um, let me tell you when it, comes to, when it comes to gems He's a behind the scenes guy Does everything behind the Does everything he's, he's... Long at editing sometimes But I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna say nothing about <laughs> that man. That's, that's all it is man. Anyways <laughs> Let's get straight to the topic fam. Um, So side story I was on FaceTime with this uh, One female And obviously we've been We've been having our convos And stuff like that We're just genuine friends And stuff like that uh, A few months back I was in, in in liking in liking with this one. You know what I'm saying? I was I was really like taking a liking to this one. A day before my birthday, I must have been like, yo, listen, uh, I think I like you. Yeah? yeah. And you know with me, I tell people I'm like Joe from you. I can say I like you, then all of a sudden I'm gonna start looking at someone else. And I like him the same way I like you. But it's not for me it's not a genuine thing for me. Right? Right. So she hits me with the, I don't think it's going to work because we're good friends and stuff like that. So I said, okay. I took it like a man. Went my way. Today I, today I spoke to her. Right? Seen her at the club. Uh, time ago and stuff like that. It was all, it was all lovey-dovey. You know what I'm saying? It was all great friendship stuff. She must have been with, she must have been with her next man. Very happy and stuff like that. Um, Bro... She started lips in next man. Who she's been speaking to for a minute now. So I was like, ah, all right, cool. That's, that's how I know what's going on. Let me, just, let me just put that clapping sound on real quick. So uh at the club, she must have been with she must have been with uh next man that she was talking to and stuff like that. And she started lips in him. Me, I left the club. All of that stuff. Nothing, nothing, nothing too tough in the days. We're good friends. 
So let me remind you that she rejected me. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Twelve days later, or a couple months later, man's speaking to her again. We're on the phone, and we're just talking about general stuff and like la la la. So I must have just she's been saying what's been going on with you, and I was like, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been okay. I've been doing cool. Been on a couple of dates and stuff like that. And I was on a date with so and so. She turned silent. Like, like she was, she looked mad. Was this on FaceTime? Yeah. So she looked mad and she looked mad like, I was like, why am I for you? She's like, she's like, what do you mean you went out with this one? I said, what, what? <laughs> she's like, you never told me that you was, that you was like me going out, going out and stuff like that. And then one thing that she kept saying was, oh, that's cute. That's such a weird response. That's, that's, <laughs> she's like, she's like, that's cute. And I was like, but didn't mean you speak about, and I was like, what, what did we speak about? Cause I know for sure what we spoke about. And the last time I checked when we spoke about that situation, I got rejected. I took it as a man and I cut. We're still friends to this day. Are we not? Mm-hmm. Okay. So cool. So she's getting on to you for this. So she's getting on to me. She's like, oh, that, it's the, it's the faces and the body language. That's like, that's like putting me off in it. And I was like, dog, like, what, what's going on with you, man? Like, nothing. Nothing. It's just cute. It's just that. Okay, so she obviously, obviously, we spoke about them before, and then like, you've never really brought it up that you like this one. And I said, what's there for me to speak about? Have I ever said anything bad about them? She said, no. Question. Yes, sir. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did you bring up that you went on a date to try and make her a little bit jealous? Nah. Not one bit. Not one you. bit. But she got jealous anyway. Not jealous, one bit. Yeah. Fam, me and her, she like. Was that the plan? No, no. Because me and her are genuine friends, and we talk about everything. So why is there there a problem? When I speak to our town, and I told her, she was hella proud of me. She was like, "Get out there." Just the way she reacted. That's what I'm saying. So why are you telling me that's cute? It's the time frame. It's 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 the time frame because it's like she rejected you, isn't it? So she's like, "Yeah, you know, like he wants me more than I want him, or maybe she didn't want you at all. Who knows? Basically, yeah. Who knows? But then it's the fact that." was during that period because when she said get out there she meant as in like I've rejected you I've set you free go do your thing of course I, and it, it won't really bother me because mm-hmm. I'm the one that let you go yeah you know but I think the thing that got to her was the fact that it was probably around the same season or time that you were speaking to her because she didn't know that she was an option but it wasn't like I didn't speak to her fam I literally laid it out there regardless regardless to anything that is um with her and stuff like that. I laid it out there. I just said, bro, I'm me, I like you, but I like everybody else. There's a lot of people I like. I can tell you, I can tell you that I like one Do person. You know what I think as well? What's up? So she, she rejected you or not? Right. And then, so she didn't want you at that point, say? Yeah. And now that she's gone, now she sees you another person, now she wants you. Is that, that, that's, is that what I'm getting as, as As we're speaking right now, as we're speaking right now, we wouldn't know that until I tell you on a later episode what happens. But the way it sounded like, and if you were there, and Scott's been with me, Scott's been with me for a long time when he sees, when he leaves, when he sees how females be reacting. So when I want to FaceTime, we'll go and Scott's there. Scott was psychoanalyzing. He'd be like, nah, this, one, this one's a bit. So Scott, you were there right now. You'd be like, bro, what the fuck was that? Like, it didn't make no sense. And it's because... Was it because it's a certain person that we both know? Is it a mutual friend that we both know that you're getting annoyed about? Like, are you annoyed? That, that's, that certainly plays a factor. That certainly plays. It's, it's one of them ones, yeah. If they don't know the girl, then they're not they're not um, that bothered by it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But the closer um, 
to home that it hits, yeah? They're less special that they will feel. But this girl is not a female that you two are really, like, friends with. It's a female thing, bro. It's it's, it's like, um, let's say if you break up with a girl, right? Right. And you get another girl who is less attractive than the previous one that you had, yeah? Right. A lot. Let me not. Well, let me. No, let me, let me. No, you gotta say it. Just say it. <laughs> a lot of girls, or quote some girls, right? You know, cough cough. Um, <laughs> um, subconsciously and consciously, you know, they get upset. And no, they don't get upset because they don't care because they're like, oh, I'm the pretty one, and they like, nah, he's not doing be- be- better than me. You know what Trust I mean? Me. You know, they don't care, they're not bothered. But the moment later you get with um, a girl that's more attractive mm-hmm. than the girl that um, herself perceives herself to be. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not you defining to say that, oh, maybe she's ugly or whatever. So she herself thinks that maybe this girl that you've gotten with is more attract- attractive than me. That would almost instinctively trigger. trigger them and bother them. Even though everything is over. Even though she might have been the one to, you know, even ended with you. It's just like... A girl thing because I've, yeah. I've fully I've fully seen that from a lot of females where it's like fam you can reject me all you want but as soon as I say okay cool I'm now gonna just move to your friend then you get mad why is the girl getting mad when I move to the friend basically at the end of the day you rejected me right you've said no to me and how this is how I'm taking it that that's cute has has put a picture in my head saying yo there's a lot going on here that you're not telling me all of a sudden I'm always supposed to be there and stuff like that. What's so funny, what's so funny is when she rejected, she comes back the next day and she tells me her problems. Like I'm her boyfriend. Now I message, I always tell her, fam, am I your boy? Why are you telling me these things? Because at the end, fam, I'm frustrated. I don't need, I don't need all of this. You know what I'm saying? So when it came to this situation here, now she's saying, I'm just thinking, bro, are you, what's, what's going on? Why is this so mad to me? How can how can you get mad at me? I've seen you kiss the boy that you've been trying to at the club. What is wrong with me now saying that's, that's peak still? So you see what I'm saying? So think <laughs> about where my perspective is. Well, is my head not fucked mentally? Question for you, Mads. And probably everyone out there as well. Your options. Yeah. Am I not allowed to have options? The same way girls have options. Or is this just double standards? Because you've seen me, you've se- I've seen you kiss a girl. I've seen you kiss a boy, sorry, in the club. But you're mad at me for going on a date with another person. Where, where is the sadness going at? No, I feel like it's, it's a situation where she, it's like, um, what do you say? Like you, you want what you can't have. I feel like it's that situation. Right. Now she, because she rejected you, it? Yeah. So now she can't have you because you went up with another girl. And right. now, now she wants you because of that. You understand? Yeah. Because now, because you, what, you talk to her every day, and so now she's going to think she's not going to get the attention anymore. That I would. The thing so is, subconsciously, I, she might actually feel threatened that maybe like that emotional security that you provide um, her with might not be available anymore. How I see it? Wow. Whoa. That's what I think. Yeah. That's, wait, that's what wait, I'm wait, to wait, 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 wait. Gunshots on your fucking head top. Are you crazy? That was actually mad. Because you got to think about it. If you man's know me, yeah, and people know how I am friends with females, fam, I, I see myself as a friend. Like, I see myself, bro, giving advice. I'm there if you need me, yeah? If I like you, bro, I'll tell you I like you. 
if I get rejected, I say, cool, we will still continue to be friends because it's not an awkward stage. It's not an awkward situation between any of us in this, in this moment, right? So now there's no awkwardness and there's no security. You're, you can't be mad at me for trying to move on. I can't, I can't keep, you know what I'm saying? I'm 22 years old. These times here, man should be free. That's no, a no, big no. man, you know. That's a, that's a big man age. Man should be free. Man should be free being single and stuff like that. But because I'm so matured in my in my head, yeah, I think to myself, bro, I just want to step down. If this one's this not the one, if this person's not the one that's gonna do it, then what am I supposed to do here? See what I'm trying to say? So it's crazy for me. I wanted to know how females act in certain ways. Like, bro, it's the same way where. Huh. Just, Honestly, oh. get, get, um, girl, girls um, are unpredictable, and women are Very. and women are a mystery. So, sure, yeah. yeah, I agree. With that. Wait, no. The thing is, bro, is do you think do you think it'd be the same way? If but it wasn't, I, I always think like, what would the reaction be if you did that to her? Not? I think that's a lot. That's a, whoa. If I always think about that. Say that, say that question again. So like, mm. you know, what she's done to you, innit? Mm-hmm. So say if the roles reverse, reverse and that. And I find out she, she's, she's gone on a date with someone else now. Yeah. But it's way, I don't know. Because in my head, in my head, I've already seen you kiss another person in the club. And I, you know what I'm saying? It's weird, it's weird with me because fam, as soon as someone says they love or is, or is trying to have a, a, a better relationship with me, I'm all in. I'm all in. I don't. Sometimes, you know, sometimes. You know what this could be though. What? Because you're, you're, you're friends, right? Yeah. So she's got a guy friend that's you, not right. So I feel like she's thinking now. If you go on dates with other people, not like what I tried to say earlier, mm-hmm. you're not gonna speak to her anymore, not. Oh, of course not. So she ain't got, She's got no one to put her problems on now. Yeah. Understand? Which, she, which she probably needs. Yeah. That's what like, so, because like so, you said that you're told up already that mm-hmm. you're not a boyfriend to indicate that you know, like chill. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't just. Um, Lord everything onto me, but she's still. Am I still, supposed to be the emotional baggage I mean. though? And then she still continues, isn't it? Yeah. Which means that she probably needs to do what she does. She needs someone you know to talk I mean? to at this point. So now maybe subconsciously she feels a bit like a threatened. That you're going to go now, that, leave. Yeah, that she, she won't have that number. So here's here's another thing. So with her, it's a situation where her best friend can't really. They don't really talk too tough like that. Like they can't, they can't, they don't have emotional, they don't have emotional, um, an emotional connection with each other. If you get, if you get what I'm trying to say, like that emotional connection always feels like there's something being friend. There's always a jealousy between them two. For real. For real. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird one. And you know how some girls are from, some girls are there, you can have your party friends, you can have your best friends, but sometimes you can't tell your best friend anything. With Scott, me, I tell Scott anything. He will sit there and understand. Sometimes he was just saying, he needs to tell me two words. Oh shit, that's crazy. First of all, don't need, don't you need to do that. Or the bitch is crazy. <laughs> that's what Scott will say. Scott will literally tell me, oh, bro, no. Or yes. And it's just a simple, simple words for that. But how I see it is, I've had a lot of situations with females where it's like, you give me emotional baggage and I'm just supposed to sit there and then, like attract but I feel like I feel like when you approach a girl you allow right. you let her do that first right so you allow her to do that from the first place when you first ever like get to know her mm-hmm. 
So then they think they can just carry on now all the time. But I, I think that's a mistake that you do at first, isn't it? For me, it's if I'm trying yeah. to if I, if I was trying if to, if, trying to I was trying, if trying to trying to pattern yeah, it, I guess so, pattern, yeah. yeah. For me, it's a it's a bit um, to do with boundaries as well. Right. You know what I mean? It's like personally, I don't mind being there for, and being there for anyone in it. Yeah, but, but there's boundaries like um, the closer I get with you, you know, the more things I kind of permit. You know, oh yeah, you get more comfortable. Yeah, for you to unload, mm-hmm. but then it depends. Some situations as well, or like you have to allow allow people to unload everything on you to help them to help them out. Then mm-hmm. and there as well, so it's, um, you have to kind of like weigh out the situations, in it. Right. But in this kind of situation, you kind of have to like enforce a um, how do I put it like a boundary because you have a boyfriend, isn't it, or whatever, or a guy that you're speaking to, like why. Like, why should she um, load everything off from you when you guys are not even close to begin with? Because it's not like you guys were even friends before this happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is how the relationship started. You know what I mean? So, if her boyfriend... <laughs> like, if her boyfriend, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, how, how can I describe it? If her boyfriend was right for her, let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Not just attraction-wise or materialistic things-wise. You'll be able to talk to him. Yeah. If he was right for her and if it was compatible... With her. with her you know what i mean That's emotionally mentally spiritually psychologically mm-hmm. and if they were transparent with each other mm. you know then she she would naturally feel free to speak to him about, about these any, things anything you about know what i mean and she wouldn't so, and she wouldn't even have to come to you no more so here's so my, the here's part my that she comes to you that yeah. means that there's, there's something missing in him that she can find in you right yeah. Yeah, but she's... and I was just speaking of a general standpoint. I'm just putting me as an example. Me as an example. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, if you're finding me as an emotional support, support. Mm-hmm. I mean, any boyfriend isn't that the number one thing a girl wants? Because at the end of the day, I've I've gave you, I've gave you everything you needed, advice, emotional support. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes financial support... Nah, that's simping a little bit. That's that's a simping a little bit. Let me put crickets on that one real quick. Say that again. Like, even little financial support. So, oh, can you just borrow me a 10 real quick? Or something like... No, but... So, <laughs> nah, it's, you know what I'm saying? To, to be fair, yeah, I wouldn't say it's... it's not, I'm not... It's okay, let's not, let's say, let's not say financial... If yeah. it's in your nature to be there for people, yeah. even if it's financially, fair enough. You yeah. know what I mean? But for me, simping is when you actively allow somebody to manipulate you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if they're not okay. manipulating you and you, out of your will, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you be in control of yourself, choose to support them financially, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's you know cool. What I mean? yeah. So I've, in all of that, the only thing we've just not had is sex. <laughs> no, but legit, but that's, but isn't, that, isn't that a genuine thing though? <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Look at the fucking gunshots of this bitch, man. So you whores must think I'm playing. Listen, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I choose to be respectful. Right? Sometimes it's literally all for the female. You are the female. I I don't control I don't control what you think. How how people work in twenty twenty to be twenty twenty to twenty twenty two to the whole time. Fam, men are out here manipulating girls like it's nothing for them to get sex. To sometimes. be fair, I think a lot of females they don't appreciate you know, what you've just said. Yeah. You know, that you don't control what they think. A lot of them, they don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Like, they're not conscious of some of these things, which is very 
he because this yeah. is where a lot of them um, are led into manipulation and into toxic relationship that they can't even leave. So in all of these, in all of these things, think about it. If, if I'm coming in as a genuine nice guy, not saying, listen, darling, I'm a nice person. You're saying I'm a nice person. So if if I'm, if I'm coming in with a genuine heart, and you see that I want to relate, I've not not been like the other guys who have said, I'm this person, I'm this and this and this, and I'm gonna give you this and this and this. All of a sudden, you've had sex with them, and they've gone. Where have they gone to? Where have they gone to? So you whores must think I'm playing. Where Where are we playing at? What the fuck, Ram? What? You see what I'm saying? So how have I come in and changed the mold of how a real man should be like? And all of a sudden, is I don't find this attractive enough for me to. You know what I'm saying? I don't see potential in sex because, rah rah rah. Because you're too nice. Because I'm too nice. Do you know... Um, this is adult talk right here. This is real like, potting right know, now. What, what level do you want me to dive at? Oh, <laughs> all the way, bro. oh mate. I want you to get all the way oh, right oh, now. Oh. Listen, let me get the gunshots ready. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> let me get the gunshots um, ready for this one. Let's go, man. So you whores must think I'm playing. <laughs> okay, let's start with level one. Level one. Cool. Let's say um, she's basing her attraction... And qualities right from what she hears and what she sees in social media and out there yeah you know oh the bad boy what not what not mm. it? because every girl likes the bad boy right you know what i mean because and what not I, like, I feel like that comes from like um movies and stuff movies and stuff. Movie, like social media social but media also in schools because we in see school, you yeah. see that happening in schools mm, as well yeah, secondary yeah, yeah. primary uni even beyond uni like in career and life we, we see it all the mm -hmm. time right you know what i mean girls let me let me um repeat girls yeah you can be 30 years old and still be a girl can be 40 and still be a girl mm. you know the transition between a girl to a woman yeah, it's one of maturity, which doesn't come by age, unfortunately. Right. You know what I mean? It comes through self-reflection and self-development, you know. So with a lot of girls, Whoa. you know, they like unpredictable men. But women yeah. like stable and predictable men. Yeah, 100%. You know? <laughs> so with her, like, you are presenting yourself to be stable. Yeah which doesn't really meet that image that she has of how, of how a man is supposed or a boy is supposed to be. You know what I mean? This is, uh, this is where the mm -hmm. self-manipulation comes in and exactly. you letting a, a, bunch, a bunch of guys who are not mentally ready for, for, for a relationship so, and not mm -hmm. mentally there. Fam, how I, see it, how I see it is, Scott, I would, I would ask you before, you, before you got into a relationship, was you mentally ready for a relationship? Mm, probably not at the first because so remember you remember remember you told me the first couple of weeks it was here and there and it wasn't really an official thing yet mm -hmm. so you wasn't mentally ready but once once you got into that bag and you were like you're mentally ready for a relationship oh yeah when you know I when I realised I want to be with her yeah I knew yeah so I'm ready. here's what I'm saying men are not ever ready for a, um, a relationship once they're not mentally stable yet it's it's such a, it's such a mind blowing thing, but it's such a simple thing as well. The same way the same way girls should be, but sometimes girls don't think that way. Sometimes girls just think if I give him this, just which is which is sex. If I give him sex, he's gonna love me anyway. 
It doesn't work like that. Not with not with men, not with it's men out sad. here. It's not with sad. men out here right now. It's very sad to see. There are men out here that will sleep with your girl and they will tell you that it's okay that I slept with your girl. You can be best friends with another guy and you will try and hit his and you'll try and hit his his girl saying, Oh, it's it's for the best because I knew that she weren't right for you. I slept with your girl because I knew that to she be weren't fair, right for you. To be fair. How mad is that? No, no, to be fair, to be fair, you have to give it to them. Hmm. It's the truth. It's the it truth. Maybe it probably it's the wasn't, truth. yeah. They were looking for an unstable and un- an unpredictable guy, which was a friend in this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Which you weren't. So that is not what she actually wanted. So she went for what you wanted. Hmm. You know what I mean? If, like me, I don't eat seafood. Yeah. Put it in front of my face, dress it whatever way you Same like. Yeah, I'm not really I ain't having guy. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bring meat my way, mm-hmm. chicken, whatnot. You know what I mean? Steak, lamb, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Gobbling that shit up. I'm gobbling it. Mm. You so know what I mean? We don't need so not Lizzie's <laughs> Exactly. So the thing is like, um, during that time, yeah, she probably tolerated you because you were convenient for her. You know? But she just used you, bro. Basically. Isn't that a sick way to think in these people? It's the world. Bam, it's the world. But sometimes I feel like I grew up with with a mother who's, and a father who's loved and respected each other for a minute now. Yeah, I've seen a stable relationship. Sadly, I've seen, a lot I've of seen, people don't get that. That's what I'm saying. And I've yeah. seen other relationships. I can look at my uncle Ken and my auntie Diana and I say, that's a solid relationship there. They've had their problems. Shout out to them. No, <laughs> they've had their problems, but that's a solid relationship. They only talk about it. And if you if you meet if you meet my uncle Ken, bro, he's the nicest guy in the world. Advice, everything there. He's always there for you. But nowadays, he will tell you, he will literally tell you females these days are not the same as the ones that was in the 90s, bro. I feel like I'm a kid in the 90s and I was born in 99. I have such an old man brain that when it comes to relationships, I just don't see it as I did in when I was doing Chop House and stuff like that. Because when, when Chop House was happening, bro, how toxic were we, bro? Mm-hmm. How toxic were we? How toxic were we? Bad. It was, it was, it was them ones there where, bro, it'll be girls in and out of chop house all the time. It was a wild time. It was a wild and time. It was fun time, but the thing is, we were also young, we young at that so time. Chop house. So it was, it was very immature. <laughs> no, but it was very yeah, immature. Yeah. <laughs> if we still got chop house, it's a very immature time for us. But nah, we're it's also immature, young. But we just left school and it's okay. well, last saying, year school as well. So we've just had our first tip type of freedom in in, in 2016, 17, 18. Three years of fun, I guess. But once I turned 19 and I just stepped back and I just looked and I just said... Now, do you know, do you know what actually really was? It's when you moved, bro. It's when I moved. It all changed. It's, it literally all changed. What I moved from... I literally moved from NN... Literally from NN3 to NN1 in town. Right. I moved to Abington and all of a sudden I just stepped back and I was just like, I'm bored of this. I'm bored of trying to fluctuate myself with females and then and then... I'm saying trying to quote unquote pattern and stuff like that. It's fun. Who cool. is always good to entertain, but it's never good to, it doesn't, nothing healthy comes out of it. Mm-hmm. They are slow. They are soul ties. They are Eskimo brothers. There is just so much going on. Sometimes that you think to yourself, bro, ah, I just need to stop. I need to be in a relationship. Quick question for you, for yeah. all of you. We all obviously we all guys in it, right? We have obviously guy friends and whatnot in it. That some of them just sleep with like countless amounts of 
women mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. And then you have seen us alpha, alpha whatever in it. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to the alpha point in it. Cool. We'll get there. You know, just seen us at half alpha. Some some other guys or some um, inferior guys or guys that view themselves as, as inferior or beta look up to them. They're like, oh, I wish I could sleep with that, um, that, that X, Y, Z amount of girls in it. Mm-hmm. But just a quick question. Those guys that do that, how many of them are generally happy or content? Huh. That's a serious question. I feel like you it, know more people that are in that situation. Right if, now, if right deep now. Because especially if you're close to them, you would yeah. know. But if you're deep in, how many of them are actually happy and content? If I, if I speak about the mental point of how men, how these guys are right now, right now in... I'll be honest, in, in one of my GCs, we just literally all just had a a physical like conversation and, and a and a proper conversation that should have how you know how men are. We bottle our feelings up. So we don't really speak much, but once we start talking, like once we really start deep in the conversation, fam, it gets bad. All these toxic traits that happen, fam, it's not it's not healthy at all. It's literally not healthy. Fam, man, them are good. Some some people are literally going through it. Some people can have girlfriends and they'll sleep with other people, and they say, and then, and it's like, bro, right now we're looking at all of you thinking, bro, but it's not fun no more. How you? How do you think we're cheating a girl? Your girl's at home, chilling. She's there, but you're you're all the worst feeling. That's what I'm saying. But you're all the way in another. T- bro, fam, don't cheat. you have a heart? I don't don't think I'm cheating on bro. It's the worst feeling, bro. Listen, when I, 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 honestly, honestly speaking, like, I've, <laughs> honestly speaking, I think when they do that, it's not personal. It's not. It's not personal. But you're not mentally because ready for a relationship. That's, that's what I'm saying. You, yeah. that, you've said it. You know what I mean? It's not personal, just that they're not mentally, emotionally, psych- or psychologically ready. And they might also like lack that self-discipline to be in a relationship, to be loyal. Right. You know what I mean? Because imagine if, let's say, you were a guy in it and um, there are people like that out there, you yeah. know, some that I know as well, you know, they sleep with a lot of girls. Some of those girls have fiancés, yeah? Some of them have have husbands. Like I said, girls, but they're still obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of them have boyfriends, yeah, that they seriously, quote, love. Some of them have boyfriends that they're not that seriously seriously in obviously in relationship with right right but then this one man will be sleeping with all of these types of girls right so now when he gets a girlfriend do you think he will he will, he will really think that his girl will be loyal no no because of like um the environment that he has exposed himself to yeah because you know all he's I mean? seen exactly so so, so, yeah. now, so now what is my man gonna do my man is it will probably seek out to cheat on her before she gets a chance to cheat, cheat on, him. on him. But meanwhile, yeah, it's it was never in her heart to they even cheat, cheat on him. But because of what he has exposed himself to, that has become his law. Oh my god. It's such it's such a wild thing to think. Like, Mandem, I'm telling you, please, please, from the bottom of my heart, if you're not ready for a relationship. Please do not get involved in one just because you're, yeah, not, just it. you're not helping the other party. And ladies, hmm, 
Same to them, really. Hmm. It's for both sides. It's, yeah, for bo- it? it's literally for both sides. And sometimes the ladies will start clicking fingers saying, yep, yep, Daniel, what you're saying is right, right, right. But if I start violating, if I start talking about you lot, and I'm not even trying to violate, <laughs> I'm not even trying to violate. Some of you are really out here. Damn, don't start sleeping with these men and start getting emotional baggage because you now thinking to yourself, why does no one want me? Fam, you start <laughs> it, if you're going to end up being community pussy. Bro, what the fuck, man? <laughs> it's a real thing, man. It's not. It's a real it's thing. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Do you know some, some girls? They, they, um, like they, they never question why guys from the same circle or network or group would be hollering at her all the time. You know what I mean? So now all of a sudden you've done the fifteen months from the block, but here's you. Here's you thinking. I'm so sick and tired of the men in Northampton stuff like that. Let me go to Birmingham and go pattern over there because no one knows my history. For me, for, why is this? Why for, is this cycle? Yeah, like, why it, is this all the time? At that point, yeah, they should really come to like an every every realization. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, how can you grow to the point to say that I'm done with the men in Northampton? Do you know how many men are in Northampton? That's what I'm saying. You know, like it's not even the men from Northampton. You like, don't know niggas from the free, bro. The and, whole block knows you. And and if and when when Snoozy niggas find I, you, it's long. It's no, no, no. It's, it's, it's actually it's actually concerning. It's really concerning. It's actually concerning because the thing is like, um, um, let me give you a scenario, right? And this is all to the uni guys, those who are who are entering uni, right? Um, and even those who have been to uni or who are in uni can relate. Um, some of them they tell themselves like do you know what I don't like my lifestyle here or I don't like my experience here maybe some of them been bullied maybe some of them felt unattractive ugly sure. like people have people come from all sorts of different backgrounds and experiences you know what I mean and a lot of them they seek to find a new identity in uni Main you know what I mean so some of them like they make they make that they, they artificially make the um, and, and create a new character you know what I mean? Meanwhile, others find themselves in uni. You know what I mean? So um, let me give an example. Let's say, um, I don't know, let's say maybe you're a guy, right? Yeah, and, and you can't get girls, you know, from wherever you came from before entering uni, right? Yeah. And then you tell yourself that, oh, nobody knows knows me here. Nobody knows maybe how lame I am or how how, be, how beta I am or whatever. So let me portray, portray myself as an alpha male so that I can get girls. You know what I mean? Chances are they will try, and chances are with probability and chance, eventually he will get it right. 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 But at the beginning, you know what I mean. He will fail. Why? Because that is not who he is. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He can try to um, leave your um, identity behind, but whenever you come back from whatever town or city or village you came from, yeah. those same girls who know that you are lame will meet you there. Yeah. And guess what? When you're back there, you still feel lame. But then when you're back in uni, you feel like a man. So it's like that, that conflict of like... It's don't perceive yourself. That's what I'm saying. So but, like, then again, but then again, it's also, I also say to myself, who am I to judge you though? No, but you know, you but, you? you know how that ends up becoming though? What? End up like depression and stuff. Yeah. Because with the conflict. They don't, the conflict at, yeah. at that point, they wouldn't know who they are really. You don't know. You would not know who They're you are for the longest. They're pretending to be someone yeah. and not. In the space of four years. Yeah. You, can come, you, can go to, you can go to Birmingham and stuff like that and be the guy guy over there. But once you come to Northampton, you're going to be a lame again. Yeah. So you're going to be a lame. Yeah. I'm going to look at you as a, the joke man that you was before, fam. Don't do that. Exactly. And you, and you know this as well. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a psychological thing. And it's sometimes, and and it's sometimes, it's sometimes for a person that didn't go to uni, but I look at how, how uni people move. 
It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. I've now decided I've now decided if I go to uni this year, I'll be twenty two, but I'll be mature I'll be mature enough to go to university. Not to uni, university. You're saying? No, 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 no. It's true, fam. People go. For, people do go for the lifestyle, and the lifestyle is not gonna get you anywhere. By the time you finish university, do you know? Do you know if you're deep, yeah? Um, let's say what student finance maximum is like. Let's say around nine thousand, right? Right. Let's, let's do some quick calculations. Let's do some quick calculations. Yeah, nine k for um student finance. You know, for, for, the, year, for right? the for the course. Yeah. yeah? And then let's say if you get the maxim- maximum again for maintenance fee, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, for your rent, food, and other right right expenses, yeah, you know. Now, ma- maximum is yeah. 9K. Right. You know, let's say this person here, hypothetical person, gets the maximum. Yeah. That is like what? Um, 18K right. that they're basically borrowing, right? For that one year. Times that by three. Yeah. That's 54,000 pounds. Right, but in reality, a lot of people run out of their student finance. So, space of months. Exactly. Space so, so month, they'll yeah. probably spend easily over spend more over six thousand, uh, sixty thousand, maybe seventy thousand. Right. But uh, let's 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 stick with this fifty four thousand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are <laughs> um, are paying fifty four thousand pounds to sleep with girls. Some people are paying fifty four thousand pounds, or they get themselves into in debt fifty four thousand pounds mm-hmm. to make friends. Some people are paying fifty-four thousand pounds to find a new identity. Oh my god! Some people find um, and pay fifty-four thousand pounds to pretend to be somebody who they are not. And somebody, some people also pay fifty-four thousand pounds to literally ruin their lives. Yeah. And somebody, some some people, um, obviously my condolences, but sadly, they pay fifty-four thousand pounds. You know what I mean? Um, to off themselves in, in uni. Not not talking about suicide, by the yeah. way, but in terms of like getting yourself into, into situations, where? you know what I mean? Where, you know what I mean? Where um, unfortunate events happen, you know, as a result of them actively pursuing that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's sad. But then if you ask, if you, if you ask any one of them like, oh, I have a self, um, if you tell them I have a self-developmental book, you know what I mean? It's only 10 pounds, yeah? Would you mind reading? It will help you. They'll be like, nah, you're mad. But then they're paying fifty four thousand pounds, like as you said, just for the what the, do, for the uni lifestyle. You know what did the lifestyle bring you at the end of the four years, bro? At the Debt. end of the three years. Debt. Debt, yeah. Because at <laughs> the end of the day, you're back. You're back in where you were. You haven't developed. You haven't developed a character. You haven't done anything. You're thinking to yourself, "This is why. This is why I find it so mad when people say, I can't when I, once I go back from uni. When I get back from uni, I can't stay here." I come, I go to uni and I cannot stay here. I can't physically stay back home because do, do you know, I don't feel comfortable here. Do you know with some of them, yeah? I have to go, I have to leave the first day, the first day I can before I can go to uni. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I yeah. have to leave straight away. I can't be, oh, no, fam, it's just a yeah. It's so disgusting. No, no, Ugh, no, it's no, such no. A, no fam. For, for some of them, it's because they're reminded of where they came from, where they came from and who they are. It's the madness. Yeah, that you, you know, do. for some of them, fair enough, the fountain is not the best place. It's not, it's not the worst. It's not the best. Personally, I don't mind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's really not that bad for. But some of them is because of that, right? But with others as well, it's because they're reminded of who they are. Because they can be somebody else. Um, you know, in in the, in the university that they go to. Right. You know. So we got listen. So we got stop this. It's <laughs> pretend road man. Yeah. So honestly, right. so so back to back to the girl question because we kind of de- and deviated yeah. in it. The yeah. reason why I brought that example 
is because some of them they're like maybe oh I've, um i'm tired of all the men in birmingham Northampton, or whichever city town or village right and then they try to grab a, another man from another town town right or city right the thing is like you can do that but whenever you are back in Northampton, with the same man you know what i mean you're 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 you're, 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 you're reminded of, of who you are you know what I mean? And you would even feel insecure to bring your new man with you into Northampton. You know what I mean? Because you might you, you might be worried at all. Oh, what if the, what if he finds out? What if anybody finds out? What if anybody finds out? The thing is, why are you worried that anybody finds out if you got a boyfriend? All of a sudden, when they find out that you got a boyfriend, it's whispers. What do you mean you got a boyfriend? All of that stuff. Yeah. And once the whispers comes in and say, "Fam, oh, so she he found man from outside. Oh, he doesn't know what we know." All of a sudden, they'll be talking out here. Some, some, some of them will actually look for that guy just yeah. to break the news. That's yeah. why they're not. There'll be toxic men out here and there'll be silly men out here that don't want her to live her life. And go to the guy and say, oh, yo, you know that this girl here done a madness with so and so and so and so. Fam. It's just weird that listen, people act like that, though. Listen. Man. What's. It, it was really it, first weird. Of all, right? First just, of all, it be like this. As soon as I find out that certain people have slept with certain people, I, I pause for a sec. Eskimo bros again. Eskimo bros. But then I, say, then I think to myself, well, what does that got to do with me? If I find this girl attractive and I, I physically want to be with her, there shouldn't be no problems. Your body count can be from zero to 20 and people say that's fucking wild. Yeah. Remember, remember, these days here, these days here, remember when back in the day, this was only five years ago, if someone said your body count was free, wouldn't it be a fucking uproar? Or am I lying? It would be a fucking uproar. If next someone's body can't be five today, they'll say they're innocent. <laughs> am I lying? Mm-hmm. Tell your body count. Tell mm-hmm. me your body count's free in 2016. Apparently, you're a fucking J-bag. You're a whole. They will castrate you like it's nothing. But let your body count now be fine. Body counts are crazy these days. But guess what? If you was a if you was a mature man, you would not ask. I would not ask you this question. Yeah, you would. Not, I would know to ask you this question because it's not what I'm interested in. Yeah, not not gonna lie. Men, some men might be um, Very and men, men, you know, there might be um, no boys, but you know, some men they might be concerned, but they'll still love you. Yeah, right. But boys, they'll be insecure about it. And they'll be concerned about it, and they'll be worried about it, and they they might feel like they might be less of a man because they might be worried. Um, this is you know obviously for some some yeah. conversations that I've had in it, they might be worried that they might not be performing as good as some of the other men, but they know that women. Because I think statistically speaking as well, women they don't really um, speak up you know when they're sleeping with with men. Yeah, and because of that, obviously, like they say that um, often at times like. Um, uh, they say that obviously like they struggle to you know like orgasm and things like that mm-hmm. or sometimes they even have painful sex because they don't speak up because they, they don't, don't want to hurt the man's ego you yeah. know like um you know like the stats are there yeah. you know what i mean it's, it's, a, it's a real thing that's real thing, yeah. it's, it's a real thing you know what i mean so and some men they know this as well you know what i mean but at the same time they are too afraid to ask them because they, they, they might feel like you know in, in, in her head she's probably like ah this other guy is you know yeah. better so he would prefer to have like or some of the boys would prefer to have a girl with a lower body count you know what I mean because she hasn't she won't have that all that database to compare himself you know to compare himself to yeah you know what I mean but obviously as a man it's like you realise that all the experiences that the girl has gone through for better or for worse mm-hmm. is what has shaped how to be who she is today 
which is the person who you have fallen in love with. So maybe let's say if she had slept with one one man less, in, you know what I mean? That might have drastically like changed like her experience mm-hmm. and her lifestyle. You know, like in in, in movies, like when you go back in history, mm-hmm. you, you change one small thing, but then it has like a, a fragment. Butterfly exactly. Yeah, butterfly you know, butterfly. M- maybe if she slept with one person less or ten people less, she wouldn't be that same person who you fell in love I'm with. with you know on that day so that, that that's one of them ones where like why, people why, just why have can't to it be a situation where we don't i've no i haven't asked my girlfriend yet ever how many people she love but is, is that because you're worried or because you don't care i, um, I don't care as why i think to myself why do i need to know that's it why do i why do i need to know that information because it's like what does what, what how does that help me you're saying it doesn't affect me it doesn't affect if she you. told me i wouldn't care either yeah but that I'm in love with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not in love with the. I'm not. I don't care if you've slept with other people, because I'm no. a grown man. I know that you've slept with other people, and I've slept with other people. Mm-hmm. So how we should just respect each other and just say, yeah, we slept with other people. I bet, but I'm in love with you. So I'm not. I don't. But but you know the crazy thing is like I don't know if you, if you have obs- obs- observed this, but it's like this affects guys more than it affects girls. Because often at times girls don't. Just they say they say they care, but truly they don't really care. Uh, how how many that. times like a guy sleeps with you know, um um another girl as long as obviously you can be a real man to her and for her, you know what I mean, and and be there for her. Some girls maybe a small percentage they might really care, and that might be a big issue for them. But women, most women like same way as a man. If you really love them, you love them. You know what I mean. But I think. The, the issue with guys is that it's it's again to do with this whole alpha male thing you know what i mean it's like it, it, it might just make them feel less of a man to know that she's been around more than him you know what i mean so subconsciously it's like this girl has more experience than you do in this field you know what i mean and you don't you, you don't really know how to um combat that thought you know what I mean? Because like you, you might you might feel emasculated or whatever that yeah, word is. Because because of that, you know what I mean. But then let's say if he was um, if he if he knew if he had a strong identity within himself, right? Then he he wouldn't really care about it, and he would be like, Do you know what? The only difference, you know what I mean, um, in experience is time. You know what I mean. Like when you say, "Oh, this person's really experienced," you normally refer to time. You know what I mean? Because with time comes experience, experience right? Mm-hmm. So then, if you think about it from the other flip side of the coin, you know, to encourage yourself, you might be like, "Actually, do you know what? She's had more time than me, but now might be the opportunity for me to build more time to also get to that level." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then through that, they might obviously. In that you know experience, you can become a professional football footballer in one day. Possibly, yeah. You know what I mean? It takes time. <laughs> time. <Literally. laughs> it's just it's, it's, it's sad, don't it? It's, it's that, a sad, that, it's that, a that, sad that reality. And I think and I think in twenty twenty and for the future, we have to change in it. For some, for some people have people have matured. And the only way, the only way they had to mature is they even for our year, if it had to have a kid, just to mature and think, oh shit, mm-hmm. like this shit comes with this shit comes with a price. Someone's gonna end up with a baby soon. 
You can have someone, bro, there are people out here right now that still haven't matured and have kids. But the ones that have matured and had kids at this age, right, in my age, so crazy for them. Like, we got to be adults in this. It's there's things in life that you can't just, like... Do you, do you know the do you know the thing with me is um like you said a lot of them they don't mature until they have children or a, a, a um, really you know really traumatic yeah traumatic tra- tra- or, um, or traumatic experiences yeah. but then for me like you shouldn't have to go through those things before you take life seriously you know what I mean because at the end of the day it's your life and you only live once some people take that to to be reckless with with it and some people take that to be careful with it. You know, for me, I'm like, don't get me wrong. Like, we are young and all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we are, um, we are young and all of that. But sometimes you have to assess. You know what I mean? Like, and you have to risk assess when it comes to having fun. Yeah. So I was saying, um, you have to risk assess when it comes to having fun. Right. Yeah. There are people who go to a party. Or, or rave or how you know like this, this is like a house party something that's a bit more yeah practical relatable some people they go to a random house party and all of a sudden you see people pull out machetes for some people that's the last day you know for what I sure. mean oh yeah. man you know so, um, some girls you know because it happens to, uh, to girls uh, more than it does with boys and yeah. that's what I'm saying girls you know, but it applies to both. Some people they go to parties, and then they accept of the drinks from random people or even people that they know. Yeah. And then they get spiked. And you know the what I mean. Spiking situation and has it's, been it's, coming. It's, it's, it's going it's, up. It's, it's serious. You know what I mean? Because through them, some of them might get raped. Through through it, some of them might even have allergic reactions and other reactions. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which actually causes harm to them, and you know, where they are hospitalized. But when they left the house, they didn't really think, "Oh, this was going to happen to me." You know, sometimes some um, or with guys, as a, again, wave, mm-hmm. but it's more common to guys than girls. Mm-hmm. They go to you know um, clubs and things like that, and then they get into fights and things like that. You know what I mean? And it's quite serious. And then it, it gets on like what on your criminal record or whatnot. Mad. You know what I mean? The thing is like, it's good to let go. You have to let go every now and then, but you have to risk assess. Risk like, assess. am I going to regret this, or in the future? When I look back at this memory, you know what I mean? Would it be something pleasant for me or would it be something unpleasant for me? Yeah. Because the thing is like, um, one thing you find with pessimistic people, right? You know, some of them might brand themselves as pragmatic. I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm pragmatic, but I'm still optimistic. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just like with a lot of them, you find that a lot of the memories are negative and filled with regrets. So that becomes the outlook on the mirror that they look through, you know, through life with. But at the same time, like, if by chance or from a conscious state, you know, you protect your memories in some of these ways, you know what I mean? By reflecting before, you know, you go ahead with something and more and your memories become more of good and bad, then your outlook on life would be what? Positive. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the thing is like, people don't really deep some of these things. Like it's very important for you to protect your memory. For example, um, sadly, when people pass away, it's not them passing away that it hurts. Yeah. It's the memory you have of them that hurts. Yeah. And the more memory you have of somebody, 
the more hurtful well, it is. Hurt, yeah. yeah. You know. And likewise, let's say like if you had a beef with um Scott. Yeah. God forbid and he passed away. What's the last memory you will have of him? It's the beef that we had with each other. And what's the last memory he will have of you before he passed? The Hatred. beef you guys have. <sighs> memory. But at the same time, if you guys parted on good terms. And it's always been. Then you always have that pleasant memory. So whenever you think of Scott, it's peace. That's why that's why these days here now, and it's crazy because how I see the man, right? How I see my guys at the moment is that we're slightly all maturing and stuff like that. We've literally just had a recent passing, and with that passing, it just came so many good memories. But it's them once there where you just so think sudden. to yourself, yeah. "It's so sudden." I can't. I will be honest with you guys right now. If we're talking about if we're talking about memories and death, I don't know how to deal with death at the moment, just because there's been so much going on I've not meant, I've not had a moment to sit and reflect and cry and stuff like that and be emotional about it because some some will say you're a man you just have to move on and some will say it's just you don't know how to deal with things like this to be fair I think um, with death it's like of personally speaking when when you initially get the news you know it's like you hear it. You just you just hear it. Yeah. You haven't really processed it yet. Oh no way. You know what I mean? Some people process it a lot a lot, you know, quicker than others. But for me it takes me a while for me to even process that wait wait a minute, this person is actually gone. gone. Like I've heard they are gone. I've heard maybe she or he is gone. But I haven't actually processed that they're actually gone. Gone. You know? And then once that happens, that is when you begin to miss them you know what i mean but you begin to miss them because you know that they're not available to you anymore you know and this is why with me like i don't really tend to miss people why because i know that they're still around yeah so if i need to reach out to them i can reach out to them if then the next town or next con- next country whatever i can always fly to them or tr- you know go go and see them mm-hmm. so i don't really miss people because i know that they're around and obviously with mobile phones and technology these days mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to reach people you know what i mean but the ones who are truly miss are the ones who are not around yeah. anymore because no matter what, you can't really reach out to them. You know? It's crazy. Yeah. That's why right now I'm just trying to keep peace and love and positivity around everywhere, every, everyone I see. It's always it's always a hug. It's always a hug for men. Like let me let me show you that I can embrace you because the last memories I had with certain people's death right now, it just feels like I wanted to do more. I wanted to have more memories of you. But now now that it's, it's abrupt and stuff like that, it's not there no more. So I'm right now in my in my state and how I'm just trying to deal with things, especially with death, is let me just love you guys more. Let me just show you. Let me just show you. Fam, let me text you once in a while and just check you're okay. Because <laughs> back, because back, fam, there's been, it's, because of these two recent ones, there's been back where I just think, I've not texted no one say, yo, fam. Just know, just know that I love you, fam. Just know, just know you, man, and my guys in it. Like, ain't no beef going on and stuff like that. Let me, let me ring every female that you I know, know in my like, book and tell them I inject, love them. Do you know some guys who see this will be like, "Oh, why is why is this guy being a, a, a beta for?" Okay. No, but this is a man who realizes the value of people and the value yeah. of memory. Oh, yeah, the importance to be there for people. Hundred yeah. percent. That's that's literally all it is. And fam, are we gonna? I don't want to end this on a sad note. 
<laughs> you know, it's weird. I don't know how to deal with death either, bro. It's so, it's so, it's no, such, it's no, such a weird concept. Yeah, no two deaths are the same. Like, no, every death is different. Yeah. I've lost basically, like my dad. Yeah, he's lost all his siblings and that. He had three brothers, three sisters. He has one sister left in it. So in my whole life, I've seen so many people die in it. I just feel bad numb to it now, you know? That yeah. It's happened to me that much now, I just feel numb. And my sister, had that dad as well on it when I was younger as well. I see, ooh, every time I see death around my family, bro, now I just feel bad numb. It's just, it doesn't, now it I don't, don't know feel, how to react yeah. anymore. So when you, once you feel it, it's like, oh, that's sad. Because I've seen so much death in my life, and Yeah. I, mm. Mm. I, th- I think it's one of them ones where, when it comes to the points, it, when it comes to the point, you just accept that it's, part of life mm-hmm. you know but then it for me personally whenever i hear somebody passing whether i know them per- knew them personally or not yeah it just brings my attention to urgency you know yeah because we all think oh we have time especially you know when we're young we're like oh we have time we have time we have time but nobody knows when the time is yeah but if should we should we know when we're supposed to leave this earth I'm telling you, like it's, we do so 99.9, much. Nine percent of the things that we do, we won't be doing. Yeah, everything will just be focused on actually making the most out of life right now. Of life, and I think that's that's the only thing we can do right now is make the most out of life and and show the people that who's who you're who you're with is there's so much positivity there. Like right now, right now, I'll be getting trolled at and stuff like that from the man them and I just I just look there I just look at them and I just laugh because you can't I can't be angry what I did what I did is what I did fam guys he's still getting on to me about being a bold cat at the moment fam. I was thinking bold what the fuck like you're wrong childish. <laughs> it's childish but guess what I say to myself I say you know I still love you I still love you it's not that deep for me it's, it's, it's literally it's literally my lifestyle honestly yeah. Everything, yeah. everything I do is just my lifestyle. If you're gonna know me for that, then cool. If people are gonna know me for the guy that threw the bin at school, then that's it. That's what it is. That's, it is it's what like, it is. The thing is, like, so, um, people change, or most yeah. people change. You know what I mean? Some people, like, I think there's a saying that goes like, um, um, some uh, some people they die when they're 25, but they're not buried until they are 70. Yeah, you know, and. If you get it, you get it. Let me just leave it there. <laughs> you know, we're running out of time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. nice Let me just leave it there. I mean, you know. <laughs> so obviously, if let's say people choose to see you for who you were back then and actively refuse to see for who you are now, no. nothing to do with you. You know, you can't. Yeah. Your, your life cannot be based on how people view you. You have to. You just have to pursue your own journey. And continue to develop, to continue to grow. Yeah. Because guess what? When you become successful, let's say for example, this podcast it blows up. Yeah. yeah? Becomes like maybe like a multi million, you know. <sighs> Inshallah. Like, you know, Hopefully, bro. <laughs> for, for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Let me clear that shit up, man. You know that kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> guess what? Those same people that view just that guy that threw the bin or that guy that got excluded, yeah, would be like, oh, I knew them, you know. I went to school with them, you know. Mm. You know, I have them on social media, so you know, da, 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 da. All of a sudden, they want to be part of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the thing is like, 
this i don't think like you have such thing as an enemy right enemies are only enemies when they cannot benefit from you yeah yeah they might take advantage of you you know what i mean but as long as let's say you 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 benefit them they're not your any enemies anymore or even if they are they will chill you know what i mean they they, they won't roar at you because they know that if they roar at you they won't be receiving that benefit that they're getting you know what i mean but most of the time like when you make it trust me people's pers- it's like it's like girls for example some girls some mm. girls some girls you know the moment you get a car boom all of a sudden let me tell you people you know, right now niggas but, like me but you a person, license. <laughs> have you changed as a person no huh. sometimes yes sometimes no but the only fa- the only factor that changed was the material thing which a lot of people chase Real girls. You know what I mean? So you just have to focus on yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? People will come. Girls, boys will come. You know what I mean? The right people for you will come. Yeah. But the most important thing is for you to focus on yourself and make the most out of, you know, the, the time that you have. Wise words. I was, was going to ask a question. Go on, bro. It's not, it's a bit off topic, isn't it? But yeah. Do, do you do flat fear the future? 100%. When you say that, be a bit about more spe- about myself, uh, or just um, generally the world, or yourself, myself. I can tell you. I think, like right now, in it, like I don't know what I'm doing with my life, in it. Yeah. And it, it does. It does scare you. It's, it's, this whole year has been well, not the whole of 2021 was. Yeah. yeah. Was a bad year, for me, in it? Because mm. I had a job, out of job, and a job, and out of job. My uncle died, my dog died. Mm. Everything's happened to me last year, and then I'm just thinking to myself, like, I don't know what I'm doing in my life. I've never told anyone, but I've obviously told F and I've told yeah. my parents, and it, yeah. but actually, I have a fear of that, and I'm afraid now because I always said to myself, I don't want to be that guy that's just, I'm just a bum and stuff. Yeah. It has nothing to do with his life. But that's where I feel like I'm leading up to, innit? Because my other family members were that. Mm-hmm. Now I have a fear that I'm gonna end up like them. Mm. I just, I just wanna know. I don't, to be honest, I don't know what I'm doing. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Honestly, um, for me, let's say if you chase to be to become a lawyer, for example, right? You became a very successful lawyer. You know, like um, how to get away with murder. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Let's I say you reach that kind of level. You know what I mean? Like, cool. But yet. It's not what you were called to be or what you were called to do or what was truly your passion. You've still wasted your life. To some people that might view you as a successful man, yeah. but they're deep inside in, in contentment and peace, you have wasted your life. You know what I mean? So what I would say is that it's not too late. As long as... That's what I do though. I always think it's too late. I'm always, every time, fighting myself in it every day. Because yeah. if you, you can ask my parents Honestly, and ask, yeah. you can ask if I fight myself every day because mm. I'm always putting pressure on myself. The thing is, like, like honestly, as long as you're living, it's not too late. And the thing is, like, and the biggest battle you're going to fight ever, um, ever in your life is the battle in your mind. You know, like, um, so just to inject a bit of, you know, Christian stuff here. Yeah. Bible says, as a man f- f- um, thinks, so is he. You know what I mean? And then the world will say law of attraction. You know what I mean? The biggest battle you ever face is in, is in your mind. 
you know so it's like what 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 i would say is that forget about everything else you know what i mean like fuck um forget about junior forget about job forget about what so um success you know might look to you right now but i would say rather than question yourself what do i love doing what is my passion what is my interest what is my hobby you know what i mean what kind of life would i like to live you know but then the thing is like some people might say that oh but joe i don't know what my hobbies are i don't have any hobbies i don't have any interest i don't know the kind of life that i would like to live you know what i mean that's fine you know that's fine it's it's it's, it's okay but what you can do is look at you know even if you don't know what you like to do explore right exposure is the key you know it's like how do you not know that you can play a trombone or a saxophone you haven't tried it if you try it and it works for, for me personally i believe that every single person can play an instrument you just haven't they just, they just haven't found the instrument you know like that they're good at yet you know what i mean everything is done to exposure so even if you don't know you know Do you know what it is though i, I mm. have the fear in it a failure and that's why i don't try other things because mm. i don't want to fail fail basically yeah and i'm embarrassed if i do fail yeah because i feel i feel like mm-hmm. i feel like when i was younger people had obsession me of being mm-hmm. the, that guy the top guy in school yeah I? yeah but i'm not the top guy deep down yeah i, I don't feel what well, was the top guy works i can fight people mm. that's that's not yeah that's yeah. not really what, what's, what's special mm. about it but I'm afraid to do other things mm-hmm. because of people. I, f- I always think of what other people think, minute, mm-hmm. and that's why I do too much. Yeah, because I'm afraid of what other people are gonna think of me. Yeah, but I don't know how to stop that. That's the thing, bro. Because uh, let me give you a scenario, right? Because you're not the only one. Some people out of fear to fail, they never even attempt to try. That's what I do. And then by the time they are old, and they pass away. Mm-hmm. Realistically speaking, what are people gonna say? You know, at your funeral, people are like, "Oh, you are loving you." You know, yeah. At every funeral, people are always people always say that. Yeah. yeah. But then, truly, people be like, ah, "What did this guy do with his life?" That's what I'm afraid of. Now. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm not doing anything now. Yeah, but the thing is, like, how do you feel that as well? Like, yeah, yeah. But, but for me, it's like it's just me. Huh? But for me, yeah. it's like I tend, I tend to if. If I go with something, I just want to do it like straight away. So with football, with, with the let's say for Kobe, for instance, I knew fam, it was a sinking ship. It was a sinking ship. It was it was terrible for me. It was bad. I was literally wasted three years of my life, right? But I still kept going because I kept thinking to myself, bro, it's something something can happen. Something can happen. And I know realistically, and everyone's saying to myself around me, bro, you got to stop. It's, it's, it's shit. You're going to fail. You're not going to make us a footballer. Just leave it alone. And you get that sometimes. And I get Even that. And try, I get yeah. that. But for me, I'm so ignorant with myself as well to say to myself, no, no, that's me. I need, I need to just keep going. So now I spent 2020, no, 2019 working at JD thinking to myself, I can't be here. This is, this is not my passion. It wasn't until the pandemic where Sharon said, oh, um, my sister was like, she's doing mental health now. And I and I started thinking to myself, I think I can do that. All of a sudden now, all of a sudden now, I'm in, I'm in a space where it's like, oh, I'm actually good at this job. Now, 
let's see if I can potentially do something further. And now I'm potentially doing nursing, nursing in September. It wasn't, it was never, it was never my plan. Fam, don't think mental Expo- health was- Exposure. Ne- yeah, never, mental health was never yep. my, never in my brain set to do. I remember time ago, someone, I remember time ago, my mom was like, yeah, you should do nursing. I was like, why the fuck would I do nursing? <laughs> but now, but now I'm like, but now it's like it's happening. So with yeah. things, yeah. So with things like this, it's like, I get that we all have fear to fail. Yeah. This, this thing, what we're doing right now could fail. Anything yeah. that can happen can fail. Mm-hmm. Not everything that we want is going to happen straight away. Yeah. I, so I feel yeah. like I fear to fail, but if I fail, it's a learning curve for me and it's an experience. Do you know, I think um, um, so success yeah. comes with the embracement of failure. 100%. You know, so let's say, um, you know, like, you know, Super Mario games, you have like what free life to live, right? But let's say in this scenario, maybe let's say you have, let's say in life, in this yeah. human world, yeah, like everyone had 10 chances to ever fail, right? So let's say once you've reached that 10, is it still possible for you to fail? Like it wouldn't. Let's say in this world, like you, you, can't, fail, you can't fail more than 10 times yeah. and you've reached that 10 times. So now you, you, you can't fail anymore. It's impossible mm-hmm. for you to fail because to fail you've failed all the failings that there that, that needs to be failed. Right. You know what I mean? So the only way is what? It's up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the thing is like, um, the crazy thing with foundations is that success is built on foundations. You know what I mean? And a lot of people, they try to build it fast and then they, they flop because yeah. the foundations was weak. You know what I mean? But we found for, um, um, that, but to build a foundation is not easy. You know what I mean? Because it's gonna be the platform that everything else is gonna what stand st- stand upon, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to toil. You know what I mean? You have to toil, and you have to persevere. You know what I mean? It, it, there will be challenges, and you might even fail. It's like, for example, with me. Um, some people might even ask me, Joe, why are you still op- optimistic? I went to secondary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't get the best grades, but they were all right. You know what yeah. I mean? I was able to, you know, go to sixth form. Went to sixth form. Flop sixth form. You know, Went by mysterious come. ways, you know. Yeah. But I enjoyed it still. I enjoyed every subject, but I flopped it, you know. Then what, what did I do? I did A-levels. A- a- then I, I went to college, you know, all the way all the, all the way in Catherine, you know. Cool. Then I went to uni. Then I stopped uni. You know what I mean? So in some people's perspective, in it, they might be like, oh, this guy has failed, you know, all of Countless those, times. yeah, you know, a lot of those things, but I'm still going, you know what I mean? I tried it. It wasn't for me and I know what's for me and I'm pursuing what is for me. But before, like you can come to the point where you might know what's for you, you have to actually, you know, try to expose yourself, you know, like, and try to find out what is for you if you don't already know already already know but if you already know continue with the things you know what i mean that you're passionate about that you're good at and look at ways of how you can actually develop it you know what i mean for example it's like if this podcast thing is is, is the thing you know what i mean then you just have to question yourself like actually how can i become and better at doing what i'm doing right now how can i take it further you know what i mean um, should I research some of the topics that we're going to do? You know what I mean? Should I try to reach out to, actually, you know, maybe 
um, people and things like that. You know what I mean? Or podcasters like, and you know what I mean. And then as you're doing it, like the more you do something, the, the better you become at it. And then the better you become at it, the more confident you are about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. E.g., let's say, um, what 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 game do you guys prefer, FIFA, FIFA or Call of Duty? FIFA. FIFA. Yes, yeah. Cool. Let's say, yeah, if we were to play somebody who has never played FIFA before, how confident would you be of um of winning? Very confident. You know. Very confident. Yeah. Um, would um would there be any sort of fear of losing? No. No, because you know you've invested all that time, time you know, in playing FIFA. You know what I mean. At the beginning of playing FIFA, you, you probably would have played people who had already been playing before you. Oh, way before. You know what yeah. I mean? Who who would have thrashed you? But then you were like, but then you were like, do you know what? Let me keep playing anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes, like, I'm not saying life is a game, but sometimes with life, we have to take that kind of approach. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, as as long as I'm still standing, as long as I'm still breathing, I have to keep going. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, like, nobody can ever condemn you or fail you for trying. Yeah. No one. Even in exam papers here, when you write your name down and the mm-hmm. dates, you get marks for that. You know what I mean? Nobody can ever fail you for trying. But it's when people don't try, you know what I mean? And they fail. Or did or, or, or they give up, that is when, you know what I mean? So I think as long as you try, but I think like for those that are out there and then also for you, it's like whatever, um, whatever you're passionate about, pursue it with, with, with all your heart. You know what I mean? And if you don't know it yet, try expose yourself to different things because you never know what you may or may not like you know and always have a fear to fail make sure that when if if the failure does happen it's then once there where you the reaction has to be okay it's happened yeah what's my next move yeah it's not because this is because this has not gone my way i can't do it anymore i can't do nothing no more yeah, honestly, you know like, I'm saying because this yeah. this is not what it is, bro. This is not what it, this is not what it is yeah. for anybody in life. You haven't failed yeah. yet. Remember yeah. that we are very still young. We're not in a time where we're in our forties, and all of a sudden we're like, okay, what am I gonna do now? Yeah. So Cause, cause I would trust, I would trust. want you to experience yeah. everything, and if failure if failure happens, yeah. it happens. Yeah. Me, I go through men. I go through the mental stage of okay. I fully just flopped. They've just got on to me about it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here, but I'm just going to keep going just to see, just to see what it is. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just, if you yeah. honestly, there's some, there's some guys out there and women likewise, they don't find, they, they, they don't discover who they are until they're 60, 50s, 40s, 30s. 30s. Honestly, you know, some discover who they are a lot sooner than others. You know but what that I mean? That scares me though. And discovering who you are. Not if it's that late or not. Nah, it's, it's still alright. You know what? Because um, you know the guy that and uh, the KFC guy in it. Then mm-hmm. the franchise like become successful when it was like really really old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Still, he has an he has had an impact in the world. You no, know? it's because I've always had a thing mm. when I was little that I wanted to be rich when I was young, and I don't want to be rich when I'm older. But the thing is, being thirty and rich is still young. But for me, for me, I don't feel like I'm young at that age anymore. Yeah. I wanted to be in, I wanted to be sixteen rich, bro. Mm. Yeah, and just living life like little rich, rich. Yeah. yeah. So to be fair, yeah, it's it's not impossible. It's like, not it's still not impossible. You, especially you, like last year with this whole NFT things, uh, people are literally becoming mm-hmm. millionaires like boom overnight. The thing is, like, um, 
Well, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm I'm a rich guy, obviously. Mm. Billionaire, billionaire to be cough cough, but you know, <laughs> still in the humble, still in the humble stages. You know what I mean? Um, like the thing about wealth, yeah, and being rich is like it's all about opportunities. Yeah, and let me give an example. There's this um, NFT that I saw um, on Instagram. Mm. I think like this ninja thing or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I don't know if you've seen it. It's I've like, seen it, but yeah. I know it's all And um, with this particular one, it cost around like what six hundred um, pounds, I think, when I converted it to buy one. Right. right. At that time, I, I'd already spent what I needed to spend. You know what I mean? Like with, within my budget, you know, for the month of the things that I wanted. You know what I mean? And needed to inve- invest in. Mm-hmm. You know, so I couldn't invest in that. Should that thing blow today and be worth fifty thousand or a million, like some some of the other ones, right? I would have missed out. Why? Because I didn't prepare for that opportunity. I didn't know what's coming, but I didn't prepare for it. Because with opportunities, with opportunities, you can prepare for those that you know and can see that are coming. It can, and you can also prepare for opportunities that you, that you're not aware of that are coming. You know what I mean? So let's say if I had put in maybe let's say one k over the last two years or last year even for like investment opportunities, and that thing came along. Then I'll have something to, you know, draw out from to put in there. You know what I mean? And let's say, for example, like if, like me, I'm a late sleeper in it. So let's say if they said that, oh, Curry's right now, they're doing a 90% sell at Western Favor. You know what I mean? Because um, they're closing down. Best belief, I will miss that opportunity because I'll be what? Sleeping through. But had I been awake and I saw that on social media, I was awake. I would have gone and grab, grabbed it. It's like, um, it's, it's it, what's his name? I think Nico or something like that. He's like a comedian on YouTube, isn't it? Uh, Nico. Uh, the yeah, Nico yeah, Chunks, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He opened like a fake Apple store in London. Did you see that one? Yeah, I saw that video. <laughs> could, we, could, we, could we have gotten those Apple products? No, because we are what? In Northampton. Mm-hmm. And then even those in London, some of them were like, nah, you guys are a bit shady. I don't want to go to the store with you. Mm-hmm. So they missed out. Yeah, you know what I mean. So the thing with opportunities and sometimes with wealth is like you have to be a bit um, open-minded. And like I said, exposure is key. You never know until you try. And the thing with fear is, yeah, fear dwells on what you don't know. You know, and then even with what fear fear knows is often based on what's in the past. Mm-hmm. And then um, fear will determine how your future will be based from what is in your past. You know what I mean? But what fear doesn't know is that you are the one who determines your future because your future is the next second, is the next moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So as you progressively, actively, and, proactive, and proactively, you know, begin to take practical step for and against your future, yeah. all of a sudden you see that the grip of fear is, is slowly loosening. You'll still be there, that, that, that challenge in your mind will still be there. But gradually, as you see things unravel, as you see things bearing fruit, it gradually like loosens its grip. You know, it's, it's a bit crazy, but it's one of them ones where it's like, it's easier, like, easier said than done, but at the same time, like it comes with action. Best thing to beat fear is action. It's like, um, do you know, like when you're thinking something or as some people call it intrusive thoughts, when you speak out loud, audibly yeah that for just silences because what you say is louder than what you're hearing in your head if, if that kind of makes sense yeah yeah, yeah yeah 
So in that kind of same principle, like what you do against what you fear, you know, is m- much more strong and powerful than mm. what what is there. Yeah, you know, I just I just I think I'll leave it there, bro. This has been an insightful pod, and I hope you people out there enjoyed it. Cause, bro, I can't lie to you. Round of applause. Let's let's get a shout out up there, man. This has been a wow. Guys, I appreciate it, fam. I think this episode there, we, we've done a lot with it, man. Um, yeah. Make sure you guys listen to the playlist. I'll be putting gems in there recently, man. I know. I know. Ask me, bro. <laughs> Yo, the music I put on there, bro, is crazy, man. Um, if any of you guys need to talk about your emotions, I'm always available. So yeah, fam, just hit up the Instagram and stuff like that. Joe, thank you for being on the podcast, and I appreciate this. I know you don't like speaking too tough, but you know what I'm saying? Listen, when, once we do the Conspiracy Theory episode, God, fucking damn it, bro. I don't even want to. You know what I'm saying? All I've got to say is, so you whores must think I'm playing. Nice little podcast, and we are out. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>